everybody, this is Daryl with AfterBuzz TV. Did you know that TrueCar.com is changing car buying forever? Yes, everyday TrueCar users receive negotiation-free guaranteed savings. Now, some features are not available in all states, but that's okay. In the first six months of this year, over 275,000 cars were sold by the TrueCar Certified Dealer Network. TrueCar users save an average of $3,221 off of their MSRP. When you're ready to buy a car, just follow these three easy steps. First, go to TrueCar.com and find out what people pay for the car you're looking for. Then register at TrueCar.com to see upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. The third step is so simple. Just print out your TrueCar savings certificate and take it to the TrueCar certified dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience. Remember, everyday True Car users receive negotiation-free guaranteed savings. Save your time, save money, and never overpay. Visit TrueCar.com today. That's TrueCar.com. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries. And your number one source for after-show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Oh, yes. If you only heard what we were just talking about. I know. Why don't we share it for them? <laughs> no, <Yeah>. it's okay. <laughs> Welcome to Monday Night Football After Show. Yeah. We are on week five. Woo! Five weeks in already, guys. Can't believe it. I'm your host, Christina Kaplan. I'm, I'm joined by... <laughs> Thaddeus Massey. And I'm Kevin John. Thank you guys so much for having me. Yes, I'm excited I'm to be here. Our newcomer, Kevin, welcome. I know. We're, we're very yes. happy to have you, Kevin. I'm Thanks. Steph Z, still recovering from yesterday. Yes. Oh. Unfortunately, the Jets got whooped on by my Chargers. But, everybody, it was Steph's birthday. So, write in the comments, wish her a happy birthday because she's birthday, looking gorgeous. Aw, thanks, guys. Happy birthday. It was. It was a fun game, though. And um, we got pounded by the charges 31 to nothing and i was there so that's what makes it worse i know it was hot it was so freaking hot man i sat there and sweat my butt off and watched us lose i think i know they haven't but it's really funny to say i think the uh, like the chargers i think got more touchdowns than we got first downs yeah it might have been the same (laughs) or like equal but it was it was terrible like i'm still recovering in san diego yeah. And another interesting fact about that, oh, you know shit. that the Jets were the first team that's been shut out in the 2014 NFL season. Wow, that's a nice team. record to hold. So that's yeah, just we got to think some about. kind of record. Exactly. I'll take it. Exactly. I'll take it. Oh, God. That's a great so, birthday present, Kevin. Yo, so but you know what? Right? You know what? Dude, you you know, know. dude, I'm a Jets fan. I can take it. But you know what the crazy thing is? And it's kind of newsy, so I'll say it, and then we can move on from my Jets because I don't want to take up too much time. But apparently... So Michael Vick went in the second half, yeah. and everyone was cheering for him, and we ended the first half with Gino throwing an interception. Big freaking surprise. What else is new? Yeah. But they said today in the news that Gino, this is like even more embarrassing. I don't know if you guys heard this. Gino apparently missed the meeting oh, before yeah. the game, and his reasoning was 
he counted three hours the wrong way for the time zone. So he was like off at the movies somewhere. So that's why they said that they played Vic the second half. Which is like either really bad cover up or just being like, yeah, our quarterback's dumb. Yeah. Well, like, why that. is not so- why is someone not being like, yo, dude, you're gonna be at the meeting in like an hour, right? Like, hello. Wow. Did you also oh. hear or see? I'm not sure if it was the New York Post or what <laughs> um, newspaper, but it said, "Bring back Tebow." That was their covers. Well, I've heard it all. <laughs> I'm all for Tebow coming back. You know, I love Tebow. I love the kneeling I'll take in the Tebow. end zone. I, think I, I want Jesse, that Sims. They need to bring back Namath, okay? Yeah, <laughs> Seriously, anybody they can bring. They, they can bring, Shit, I'll play. Sarah Palin could be the quarterback of that team, and they could do better <laughs> than Gino. Wow. That was harsh. Yeah. Put but Gino will be starting this week. Yeah, so we want anyway, to make sorry. a little mention, too. I'm sorry to our viewers that we weren't able to do last week's Monday Night Football. We had a bye we week. Had, yeah, we <laughs> were on bye week <laughs> along with, you know, the, the Seahawks and the Broncos. But, um, yeah, so we can touch on that real quick. Um, yeah, it was Patriots. just a little bit. Just so you guys know, too, we wanted to bring it to you. We had a little bit of technical difficulties recording the game. So we were all here, and we actually couldn't watch the game. So we didn't want to just bring you stats and it to be like kind of a bullcrap talk about it. We figured it, we'd rather keep it real, try and rewatch it. And apparently there's not too many places you can rewatch the game. Or if you guys out there know. DVR'd. Unless it's DVR, right? right. But, like, if it's not DVR, there's not... I think maybe like NFL.com, but you have to pay for something or whatever. Yeah. But um, so yeah, sorry about that. We got a few tweets regarding that, so we just wanted to touch on it, and we could touch on the game. And I'm actually really sad we didn't get to cover this game because right. the Patriots got pummeled. Right. So it wasn't much of a game <laughs> to really talk about. I must say, was I the only one that enjoyed watching the Patriots getting annihilated on I that, on Monday Night Football? It, it was it was a great great thing. As you can tell, I'm not the biggest Patriots fan there is. <laughs> I respect Brady, Bilicek. I think they've did some incredible things there the last decade. But the way that KC and that's Kansas City handed them that loss was the most emphatic, just disrespectful, demoralizing manner you could have did it. Okay, but was it really Kansas City really beating them or was it New England just really playing horribly? Kansas City was socking it to them. I mean, yeah, granted, uh, the Patriots didn't help their cause. They had, uh, Brady had, what, two, uh, two interceptions. Right. They turned the ball over a few more times. Right. Wow. So they didn't help their cause. But, I mean, Kansas City was in rhythm. They were in sync. Alex Smith was looking like the franchise quarterback that KC went to get two years ago. And right. they were just clicking on all cylinders. So. Yeah, he threw, Alex Smith threw for 248 yards with three touchdowns. That yes. Night. That's a good Thank you. Yeah. No, yeah. so. You. But sometimes, um, you know, a team can win a game and sometimes a team can lose a game. Right. So you gotta have oh, to I see. Know. <laughs> we did talk about that, right? So, so that's why I'm like, uh, I don't know if if did did Casey really win that game or did New England really lose that game? I'll put it like this: they beat New England up so bad afterwards. They were talking about Brady potentially sitting the next game and Belichick starting another quarterback in favor of him. Jimmy Garoppolo? J- exactly. It was that bad. I Jimmy actually Garoppolo. heard Garoppolo. Yeah, that was their oh job. God, you're funny. <laughs> I actually He's heard... He's Italian. I don't know. I know. I heard. I got you. I actually heard in talks this week on ESPN, like, it was just talk. I'm not trying to start rumors. But they were talking about what the potential of Brady being traded would be. I heard that as well. Yeah. I heard that as so, well. Which maybe we'll get 
get Tom Brady. Maybe the Jets will get I don't Tom know Brady. If you want him, Tom but... Brady will retire before he became <laughs> a Jet. Okay, I'll tell you that right now. Oh, that would never I happen. don't even know that we would want him. We'd boo him out of this. We boo our own. Like you should have seen the fans yelling at our own team in San Diego. Like people were trying to like mess with us and be like, "You guys suck," and we're like, "Yeah, we do." Like, what else you got? <laughs> but you, I mean, you got to understand the fans of the New York Jets. I mean, season after at least the last three, the last time they went to the AFC Championship was what 2010, I believe, or 2009. Hey man, at least Sanchez. you know I'm loyal. So you are, you are. So that's it. Uh, but What's you know, I, the thing is, when are they going to get rid of Rex too? I think that he's doing. I think his. I was wouldn't be surprised if he was fired during this season. Um, and I believe his contract is up the 2015, the end of 2015. Like this comes over, so like next year. He's not guaranteed anymore, and I wouldn't be surprised if he got fired because he does stupid stuff. Like yesterday after the game, he's like, "Hey guys, this one's on me. Sorry to the fit." Like he, there was a comment on Sports Center, like, "Sorry to the fans. Like if there are still any of you left, like who says that?" Yeah. Whoa. Like, what? Did, like it literally. I have the quote. It was literally. I'll show if you. There it was still any of if you. There's of you left. Yeah, yeah, but then are there any and left? Gino oh, there, Smith we have also one flipped oh. off the crowd and like yelled something at them too as he's walking out off the field. In the oh, last yeah, game. that was the prior game to this yeah. one. Yeah, he he shouted some obscene uh, or yeah. profanities or something, and he went back and apologized for right. it though. Yeah. But still, it's like. If you're the quarterback of a franchise, right. you're the one person and that you're terrible. You shouldn't be doing Maintain that. your composure. Yeah, the quote was Coach Sports Center. Coach Rex Ryan takes blame for loss to charge. It says, "I apologize to our fans, those that are left." Wow. Come on. Would you wow. still be a fan of the Jets if they moved to another city? Oh my God, that was a conversation on the way home. People were asking if I would still like them. They moved to LA because we all know here in LA we're looking maybe to get a team. No, we're not. That's just Chargers. A, that's it a may, it no, may be I the Rams. I it may be the Rams. We've been looking for twenty years. No, <laughs> but I think it's different now. Um, it depends. <clears throat> like if the Jets moved to LA, I would because I'm here. I'd be stoked because I get to go to the games. But if the if they move to like. Texas or something, I feel like there'd be a disconnect. Yeah. But I feel I mean, I feel like I'm... How did you become a Jets fan to begin with? I'm from Long Island, dude. Oh, I've been okay. a Jets fan since, like, Richard Todd days. <laughs> okay. So, okay. but yeah. You're official. You're yeah. official. All right, we can move on from the Jets. Sorry, I'm okay. making it about me, but it was my birthday, so I can. Of course. It did. You got, it, your, it, you got your little Jets plug I, in I had to get it out. I needed somewhere to vent. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Can we so, take a, a moment of silence for the Jets before we no. move on? <laughs> <laughs> Catastrophe Seriously, that man. happened. Seriously, though. Uh, yeah, we're uh, no. taking a lot of moments of silence for the rest of the season with them, I think. But. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway. <sighs> anyway. Yeah. Let's so, move on. Like we were saying. Monday Night Football, week five. Yes. <laughs> week five. I was going to say a touch on the fact that the Patriots turned around and whooped on the Bengals, served them their first loss of the season. They did. In this, they uh, did. this last weekend. So, like you said, it, it sounds like it was Kansas City played really well, and it, not necessarily the Patriots. I mean, yeah, they probably played really bad, too, but I think, I just want to throw it out there, I think this season is the fall of Tom Brady. I'm just predicting that. I think he's... That's his, a bold prediction I right know, there. I know, but, I mean, granted, he doesn't really have a lot to work with, I mean, what, Julian Edelman, like... Are him and Giselle okay? when he's healthy, like... Gr- yeah, Gronkowski had a touchdown yesterday. You said, him, are him and Giselle okay? He seems like the guy that if stuff's going on in his life, his game suffers. And you know what? He's starting to have a drop. Ever since he took that Uggs boot campaign, oh God. there it is. Things have started just kind of waning for him. 
<laughs> Don't say Sanchez with GQ, around. man. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> that is true. Although uh, another fall, we jet. were gonna touch on it later, but since we're on the Patriots and we just mentioned the Bengals game, I do want to mention that it was so awesome, and I, I it's hard for me sometimes to praise the to praise the Patriots, but the Patriots cheerleaders came out wearing Devin Sills jersey. Oh, yeah. Um, in support of his four-year-old daughter that's battling cancer. And there's so many amazing things that the NFL's doing. And there's, like, hashtags going around, like, one family. You know, all the the team, all the jerseys that sell, proceeds go to, to the daughter's stuff. They're keeping him on the roster, even though he's, like, missing lots of time, just so he can have the health coverage and stuff to take care of her. So that was, I mean, we always talk about the negative things that the NFL has and what's happening, and that was a really super positive thing. So that was, beautiful. That was a good one on the Patriots. His jersey is the the highest selling jersey in Bengals history. Yeah. Obviously. Wow. So what, that more just than goes, Boomer or Sison? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Chad Ocho Yeah. Wow. That just goes to show you how many people are actually trying to help. Because not Palmer. only is it <laughs> I know, right? I'm not only is it going too. towards helping her, his daughter's specific <laughs> case, but it's you know you see that commercial? Icky show. All right, go ahead. Yeah. Get the cold cuts yeah, today. Cold cuts <laughs> We have tonight. ADD in here today. We I think it's all your it's, it's my fault. Blame it on God. the black guy. I know. <laughs> One of two. The other black guy. I know, right? It's, it's all me. <laughs> okay, so let's actually talk about the game tonight. The Seahawks and the Redskins. The Seahawks defeated the Redskins 27-17. It was the sea skins and the Red Hawks. I thought you were about to say that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was a ga- it was it was a good game. I mean, I expected the Seahawks to come out and uh, you know kind of run all over the Redskins, and the Redskins did well. Kirk Cousins played a lot better than he did last weekend. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, can't you go, you can always go up from four interceptions as long as you don't throw four. Uh, unless you're Geno Smith, and then you go down. Yeah. I mean, they oh, were sorry, actually sorry, sorry. they were about they, they actually kind of you know gave it to them in the beginning mm-hmm. and. They're, you know, they allowed somewhat of a comeback. Uh, you, you know, it got kind of. It was seventeen like, zero. Well, yeah. yeah. The main reason we can touch on that first. The main reason why they it wasn't such a blowout is the the Seahawks had thirteen total penalties. Three mm-hmm. touchdowns of Percy Harvin's got returned or got overturned because of flags. So. It would have been a lot. You know what? I'm really shocked at this, and I'll tell you why. Because I love Pete Carroll. Loved him, USC. Like, I knew the whole his relationship with Sanchez when that was happening, so I got to know who he was as a coach. I think he is such a phenomenal coach. Such, such, such a phenomenal coach. I think he has his team and the organization are all on the same page. And for me, that discipline that causes these these dumb penalties usually doesn't coincide with a team that is so on the same page and has such great leadership. Like, to me, it's a little bit, like, shocking. I mean, last year they had the most penalties of everyone. It was like 104. Like, I forgot exactly what it is. I have it written down somewhere. But it was like they had more penalties than anyone, and that usually doesn't happen, and they win the Super Bowl as well. So I was really, really shocked about how many penalties are still happening. Honestly, I think some of those penalties were bad officiating, though. There some, were a few but some when I was weren't. like, whoa, you know. Yeah, you're like going to call the, a hold on that, really? Uh, yeah, yeah, and the personal personal foul when he was on the ground. Like, some of them were ridiculous, but but overall— 
there's still lots of offsides. There's lots of stuff that the majority just of those penalties were all on offense too. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. which which alludes to Percy Har- and I gotta say Percy Harvin played a hell of a game. Yes. And oh, you won't yeah. see it when you look at the stats right. line at the end of it. You will not see just the effect that that guy has when he's on the field. But you 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 talked. He had three touchdowns called back, one receiving, two rushing, yep. and yep. you know you you just look at. Somebody like that, and he still continues going out there. At, one of two of them were consecutive. Yeah. He yeah. scored, called back, and then scored again on the next play yeah. and called back. And you know, you the, the Percy Harvin effect is something that really throws off a lot of defensive schemes because whenever he's on the field, the attention goes to him. Whether he lines up in the backfield, whether he lines up as a receiver, yep. he could kill you. He could probably play quarterback if they wanted him to. He's yeah. a very dynamic player. I mean, yeah. you have to like definitely your ears, the antennas go up. Okay. Harvin's in the game. We have to readjust and recalculate and recalibrate. Exactly. Especially when you right got now. a quarterback like Russell Wilson oh, and him yeah. on yeah. the field at the same time. Most definitely. Like it was in yeah. the first quarter, I was like, is there anyone else in the field? Like you're just drawn to watching yeah. them play. In the play. first quarter, he had already rushed for 80 yards. Yeah. Yep. I mean, he is amazing. 80 yards? 80 yards. Only in, in the first quarter. Yeah. Total, it was like 122 yards that he, he rushed He broke the for. record for Monday Night Football for the, a quarterback rushing the yep. most. He beat Donovan McNabb. Because not mm-hmm. only did he rush the most, he also threw for over 200 yards and yeah. two touchdowns. He's so, insane. Yes. He's a monster. And you know what? I don't know if you guys caught out. I don't know if it was during halftime or during commercial, but they did an interview with him. They were like showing excerpts from an interview and they weren't like interviewing him during the game. But he was just saying because he's beaten, you know, the quarterbacks, like he's beaten the Painting Manny's, he's beaten the Tom Brady's, and he's still humble in the sense where he's like, man, one day I just want to be out there and call on the plays and yeah. playing like, you know, 14 years into my career there. Like he's not, like he's the new hot thing. They actually addressed that. That's because his paycheck is still humble. Yes. He'll be able to renegotiate that at the at end of the season. Yes. At the end of the season. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Exactly. But still, he money. could, yes. he could know that that's coming and be a little cocky about it. It and he chose not to. Well, well the so reason humble. why is because this is a high risk game. Anything could happen. You're one play away. RG three, yep. right? But I it. still, even even with all that, I still think he's a well grounded. Like what I'm trying to say is like through how great he is, yeah. some of them come off like jerks, and he's a well grounded. Like I'm here for the love of the game, yeah. and I'm gonna keep playing. And it's not about the endorsements, which I know he had. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's not. A, it's for him. It's about playing the game, being good at the game, and bringing his team chip. Well, well, we'll definitely have to see how that's going to play into their salary cap next season because he's well, he's only like making like eight hundred, a little over eight hundred grand. He's the third lowest paid. I like how you said on he's only eight hundred grand. Well, but, I, I, it was fun, but it's funny saying that. Right. Exactly. Like well, right. right. In real life, it's yeah. like what? Yeah. Right. But yeah, in football, especially a franchise quarterback like that, that's you just won nothing. your Super Bowl. So let me ask you guys: Would you consider Russell Wilson? An elite quarterback, like yes. top five in the league, Most like up definitely. there with Brady, Manning, Rogers, Brees. One hundred percent. See, I wouldn't. Why? That's because you would throw Geno Smith in there. But anyways, <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> no, that, that's because for me, it's it's those guys' careers have lasted. You know what yeah. I mean? Because you look at RG. I mean, 
Russell Wilson, and then you've got quarterbacks like RG3 that we thought were going to be the Russell yeah. Wilson. Then he goes out and he gets hurt because he's not as head smart. And not that he got hurt because he's not head smart, but you know what I mean? Like yeah. that veteranness or whatever you want to call it, and being a player for an extended period of time and maturity. calling your own plays. Yeah, maturity. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what I was looking for. He doesn't have that yet. He does yeah. make mature decisions. I mean, some of the throws on the run he had tonight were insane. Yeah. and he's Johnny Manziel like. <laughs> Better, but I'm, I'm not a Ish. fan of Manziel. Manziel, um, you know what I mean. Thank like, you. so I feel like there's got to be a few more years under his belt before you can compare him to those quarterbacks. Well, in my I, opinion. The reason I disagree with that is because if you watch the game tonight and you see how smart he is, not only is he a great athlete and he can run that ball on his own. Obviously, we saw that, mm. but with those read option passes and he doesn't see anyone open. He gets out of the pocket. He's able to keep the play alive and somehow still find a receiver open downfield like 20 seconds later. You know what I mean? And throw a perfect pass to him. It's like, I don't, I feel like I don't really see that kind of dynamic play in a lot of quarterbacks now in this. Right, but you also got to think about the fact that he's, their whole team pretty much works. So give him a team that sucks and will he still be the same quarterback? Good point. And That's all true. those other quarterbacks have Good been point. in the league for long enough where their team has sucked. And like Tom Brady, he's got a whole new line. You know what I mean? Like they're yeah. working with different variables and they're still able to go out there, command the field and take charge. And that's what I'm saying. Like we haven't seen if he, I love I, him. I think he's great. But I'm you know what yeah, I mean. Like still, I just he, feel he, like he still, there's he still you still got to see some benchmarks to make. Yeah, like have yeah. a few of his and not that I want this to happen, but if a few of his key players that have been working with him since he's been there get injured and he has a whole new thing to deal with, will he be the same? Who knows? Yeah, I, I agree. I think Russell does benefit from having one of the best well-rounded teams right. from him. And you coaching know, from sit, the like defensive standpoint and also from the off. You know, he, he, but one thing that I have to say in order for him to be an elite quarterback and last and have the longevity of 15 years, whatever – I do think he does have to tone down the um, the the rushing, the mobility aspect, because especially as you see this day and age, where quarterbacks, the quarterback position is evolving, and you see a lot more mobile quarterbacks, right. your RG3s, your Kaepernicks, and things of that sort. A lot of them are getting injured a lot more too. Exactly. Like right. Michael Vick, we saw it with him um, ten years ago. You know, he was constantly injured. So I think if Russell uh, focuses on being more of a pocket passer. He'll have a lot more longevity. Now, I'm not, I'm not knocking the fact that he can run and evade tackles because tonight we saw what that did for the team, but I still think he can't be doing that every game for the next, you know, 10 seasons if he exactly. wants to stay healthy. Definitely a lot. I think he definitely plays smart. This guy, he doesn't work hard. He works smart. I think when you see quarterbacks who have the ability to run, you have some of them that will actually are quick to run, uh, as opposed to, being patient, yeah. sitting in the pocket, and then right. allowing the play to develop, and then if there's nothing, run. And to me, Russell Wilson seems to have those attributes. To me, he doesn't seem like a guy who's quick to run. If no, he he's, doesn't, he's, he's got the patience. He's got the patience, and that shows a sign of maturity that I think will have will catapult him to the elite quarterback stati- status right. quicker than a guy who's not quite. He's amazing. No, I mean, he's. I mean, he's mobile, but he doesn't use it as a first choice. He actually, he takes his time. He looks at all his options. He's patient, and that's somebody who has the ability to run when they're not mature and they're like a new guy in the league. Theoretically, they they will take off and run sooner 
I was like, oh, wait, nobody? Okay, I'm out. Like Vic in his first yeah. two years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he doesn't really he doesn't really do that as much. Yeah. He kind of sits there and he takes his time and he it's lets like, the play develop. And yeah. It's like he stays the course until right. he sees a problem rather than like being like, oh, I'm just going to do this. He just you know has the I mean? ability like, to he's, run. He's very poised he's in the just, pocket. Right. He's, he's, he's he has the ability to run. And he does the same thing that a lot of these other guys do when they the play doesn't develop and they take off. They just can't take off he can right? mm. it's kind of the difference yeah i mean i think his elusiveness tonight really was unprecedented from yeah. any other qb that i've seen yeah. in recent years definitely i mean like i said earlier he, he looked manzellish out there you know <laughs> hard to t- sorry <laughs> i just i just can't stay i can't i can't you can't i don't like him well i heard he may be coming to the jets next year so you will find out um, i still wouldn't like i just him. made that up but who okay. knows um but no i was just saying like you know he just looked very elusive yeah. and he was able to make create and extend the play right, right. you know he looks he goes out the first two options are covered he could still extend the play, as you saw, and um, made, like that pass to Marshawn Lynch towards the end of the game, yes. fourth quarter. You oh, saw he was, was almost sick. tackled, to allu- uh, alluded to a defense. That was crazy. And threw it to Marshawn, who, you Yeah, know. that was one of those plays where you're just like, really? Had it exactly. Really? Right. And yeah. then Marshawn is able to just barrel through about three guys, too. And <laughs> exactly. Conti- Beast mode. Right. Beast mode. <laughs> it's just, Beast mode. L- like you said, Steph, that whole team, all of those guys on his offense, including himself, they are so versatile. Mm-hmm. They can do so much. And it, it's just when they're all clicking, everyone's clicking, it's just it's scary. It's scary right. to watch. And it also <laughs> gives him an, an enormous amount of confidence. And, and I feel like that confidence is why he does all these things we're talking about because he doesn't panic. He right. knows yes. he's got options. He's yes. confident that with a, a lot of different yeah. options. You know, Most it's definitely. not like he's playing and he's only got one guy that he knows mm-hmm. he can get the ball to. And if that guy's coverage, he's like, shit, I got to go this way. You know what I mean? Like, he's always got options. He looks at his options and he's confident. And, I mean, winning the Super Bowl might give you a little bit of confidence. Yeah. I'm just saying. And the main thing. Having Russell, a ring helps. You know? uh, uh, Having a ring helps. But I was going to say the main thing with Russell is he doesn't turn the ball over. Right. I mean, I don't know. I, I I don't know how many interceptions he has this season off the top of my head. I don't know if anyone else. But I, I think it's like maybe two, if even that. Right. I mean, the, he, go, go ahead. ahead. He he does not. T- <laughs> he doesn't turn the ball over. But there was a lot of sloppy snaps that almost caused turnovers right. tonight. So I, well, I okay. He doesn't throw interceptions. Yeah, yeah, but still, I mean, um, as far as uh, fumbling, because right. a lot of times quarterbacks do have lost fumbles when they're sacked and things of that sort. He yeah, always I see what he you're protects saying. the he, football. He, even in those bad situations, he sorts it out. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. But yeah, that was another thing. Like right along with the penalties, like there was like three or four bad snaps. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Your yeah. job is to get the ball to the quarterback. I don't right. understand. I mean, neither do I. But so it, 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 let's yeah. pop over to. Kirk Cousins, the other quarterback in this game tonight, who, like I said earlier, was coming off a horrendous game, throwing four mm. interceptions in mm. one game. Mm. The guy, last the last game, he looked like a backup quarterback. Tonight, I felt like he really stepped up. He calmed down a bit, had a little bit more composure, and was connecting with his receivers. They, they had absolutely no run game. I mean, they shut None. down Alfred Morris 100%. Yeah, exactly. He yeah. rushed for, I think, 29 yards. Yeah. But C- Cousins and uh, Deshaun. Deshaun were connecting on all, Some on long all bombs. levels. Yeah. I mean, that was he. I felt like he played a lot better. What did you guys think of Cousins tonight? Well, this is my thing with Cousins. First of all, we know he's a dynamic, dynamic player. We've seen what he's did before in the past when RG3 has gone down. 
And right now is Cousins' time to step up and play. I mean, while RG3 is out, he's really playing for the starting spot, even if not for that team, for another team. Right. Right. I mean, he, he's probably the most scrutinized QB right now in the NFL because everyone wants to see what can he do. So with that being said, and, and as crazy as this sounds, I think Cousins was most impressive in two, the two losses that he's had. Um, the first one against the Eagles a couple of weeks ago when he threw for 400-plus yards, mm-hmm. um, had a really good uh, throwing percentage, and then this game tonight when he led them down um, on uh, the second-to-last drive. And I think that he's shown a lot of maturity. Um, he, he's showing a lot of connection with the receivers, like you said, with Deshaun mm-hmm. Jackson, who's just a deep ball threat. I mean, yes. you he's, just throw it out, yeah. Deshaun, that dude is beastly. Even with, with, even with Richard Sherman and I think it was Earl Thomas or whoever else, this, the other... Legion of Boom. Whoever yeah. else yeah. was on Legion of two guys yeah. on him, and he still caught that long ball, like arm stretch and yeah. everything. Yeah, finger tips, like, yeah. But also that takes Cousins laying the ball right in that spot, which I was I I thought he played well. Yeah, we the Redskins had no run game exactly, but there was a lot of good things that Mm -hmm. Cousins did. Like I was really impressed with him as a quarterback. I really was. I, I don't know. So the question is, do you think Cousins has done enough now to show the Redskins that he deserves to be the starter when RG three is healthy? I don't think no. not yet. Hell no. Because <laughs> okay, thank. <laughs> I mean, tonight was a good step in the right direction. If he can continue this play, he needs to cut down on interceptions. Clearly, yeah. he's tied for most in the NFL. With, I forget. I'm not right, sure. Geno Smith, maybe. <laughs> right. But <laughs> you know, he uh, he needs to cut down on the mistakes and keep his play like it was tonight, where he was. A, a lot more composed. He right. was thinking more. He was smarter. Mm-hmm. He was, you know, um, he was very him. accurate too. Right? I mean, he yeah, yeah. He was so he was accurate. Good. He was accurate. They passed for two hundred and seventy-five yards. So, and they got the ball. They had start. A lot of their starts were like five yard line or or closer to the end zone. Yes. You know I mean? And he didn't panic. You know what I mean? Like he knew he just and he was having trouble hearing the plays. To it looked like he yeah. was like running back and forth to the sideline. So, Communication issues. Yeah, yeah, I feel like I feel like he played really well. I got to give it up. To him, and, and, and could have been better, but you know what I mean. Like for what? So he maybe w- he'll be even better next week. Well, how long is RG three out for with the dislocated? I'm not sure. Ankle, right? I think it's. I think it's. I think they up gave him in seven to eight weeks initially, but it the di- yeah. it changes yeah, week by you know yeah. week to see. So we're at least gonna have a couple more weeks with cousins. Well, mm-hmm. there was um, some news that was released a few weeks ago. Um, there, mm. I think it was their president or somebody made a mention of kind of alluding to the fact that RG3 doesn't have the, the starting spot guaranteed when he comes back. I did, yeah. I, and, I did hear something like and, that. Yeah, and so one of... That's uh, his motivation for him to get off his ass. And right, and so somebody that I <laughs> well, know that knows, you know, the Redskins organization fairly well said that that's the first step of him, them getting RG3 out of Washington. So... Wow. Ooh, the Jets will take him! Well, I mean, I don't know if you want him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, not. I mean, not to put the subject well, on RG three. The guys made a glass, but the, he's I shown. We want a new a, one. Yeah, he's shown in his first three seasons how injury prone he is. Yeah. Now we all know RG three is probably the most electrifying QB in the league right now. But the main thing is, he makes. You know, he doesn't make the best decisions, and he's injury prone. He can't stay healthy. What good are you to a team if you no. cannot stay healthy? Uh, yeah, I just think he he probably just relies on his athletic ability a little too much. Mm-hmm. Just to put, put it plainly, so that's what's that's been his kind of Achilles heel since he's been in the league. Da-dum-dum-sh. 
Yeah. No pun intended. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. No yeah. Well, the Redskins as a whole, you know, I just, one in four. Yeah, I just don't know what to think about this team. I feel like there's potential there, but they just can't. I mean, they struggled so much in that first half. They literally could not get anything going on offense. It was three and out, three and out, three and out, three and out. Yeah. And I don't know if it's necessarily that the Seahawks were just that good. Their defense was covering them that well tonight. Or, you know, there's still holes in their offense. I mean, what do you guys think about about that? Well, first of all, you got to give credit to the Legion of Boom. The Seahawks do right. have a pretty yeah. damn defense, good defense. Right. They say um, offense wins they, games, defense wins championships. And when you have a, a, a defense that's that effective, then you're going to shut people down, especially people with inferior offenses. This is not going to not going to be effective. The running game, as you saw, was Terrible. not there. Yeah. Didn't show up. Just non-existent. non-existent. It was non-existent. Yeah. And you thirty-two yards, yards to be exact. Right. Yeah. So. <laughs> When you can't establish a run game and you have a backup quarterback, I, to be honest with you, they should have won that game by way more. The Seahawks? The Seahawks, yes. Well, yeah. we well, already talked about the touchdowns, the touchdowns yeah, that were there. But, you know, another thing, but, you know. Even with yeah, that. Can yeah, I, do you guys know, was Richard Sherman covering Pierre Garcon tonight? Uh, he was back and forth because Richard yeah. Sherman just stays Garcon on the one side. had maybe one look all night long. Mm-hmm. He wasn't throwing to him at all. No, he which got, makes he me got think like one pass. That I think. Richard yeah. Sherman was probably on him because I yeah. feel like that's the trend now. Is whoever's being covered by Richard Sherman, you don't want to start him in your fantasy league because they're not going to throw to him. I personally think Sherman is slightly overrated. Oh, another. I since, agree. I agree. I, I mean, I'm not taking anything away from him. I mean, he's rightfully deserved as all pro. He's led the league in interceptions the last couple of years. That, but I still think this whole fear of, oh my God, we cannot throw it in the way of the God, Richard Sherman. I think because, uh, uh Deshaun, his first 70 yard touchdown that, or yeah. whatever it was, the long one was 60, actually, yeah. Yeah, 60, yeah, it was, was on Sherman. Mm-hmm. And now there was a safety that came over, Chancellor, I believe it was that yeah, also. Was but, um, with a lot of these long passes, cause, uh, Deshaun, he had like three or four catches that were like 50 yards or plus. That right there exploited that defense. Yeah. So I don't think that, you know, they're they're invincible, that defense. No. You know, I think you can – if you can find various yeah. ways to take them out. But I think what killed uh, Washington tonight was time of possession. I, I, they only had 25 minutes of time of possession versus the Seahawks had 35, and that's something that tires a defense down. Mm-hmm. The longer you're on the field with the ball, whether you're running it or passing it, it tires the defense down. When you're doing three and outs – you're you're not wearing down the defense. That's right. And you know they're they're not tired. You know, so they're out there. You know, yeah. working hard. You got to wear them down. So it also yeah. doesn't give the offense a chance to get into a rhythm. Yes, you can't get into a rhythm like that if you're three and out, three and out, three and out. Then obviously your game plan is not effective. And exactly. Then, and then now the coaches are trying to adjust. Okay, three right. and out. Well, dang, we didn't get a chance to establish anything here. We got to mm-hmm. reestablish something the next time we happen to get the ball. So. That right. that is a you know that's a tribute to the Legion of Boom, right? <laughs> These guys but, but also, and Richard Sherman, you got to give it. I mean, give this guy his props. Like, you know, he, he is the man. He's the Deion Sanders right now. He's got he, he benefits from a lot. He benefits from a defense that does a lot of pass rushing. Yes, he which does. means therefore QBs make terrible mistakes and will throw it out, which uh, makes him more vulnerable to get interceptions or picks. But you know, but I, how many DBs have you seen with? With stone hands, who just don't know how to take advantage. He can't take advantage of. Yeah, but well, I first think of all, too, he was you're receiver first right. too, though. So he has the hands, and he knows how to 
playoff. But even with that, but even with that, it's like with tonight with him, you know, you're dealing with Deshaun Jackson too. Like he's like a ninja. You know what I mean? That's why, that's why he, yeah, you know what I mean? It's like there'll be all a bunch of people on him and you'll just see his hands come out like, whoop, give me the ball. You know what I mean? So of course he was going to win in that case tonight, but. Sherman, you know, usually does shut it down. Well, he's also this is his <laughs> shut down Sherman. His, Did you see Garcelle pull his dreads? <laughs> no, I didn't see that. No, but I really <laughs> like that the refs. There was a lot of back and forth, and the refs yeah. let them play. Right? Yeah, you said like when they all piled up, and you saw like someone even threw a punch a little bit, but they knew that it was provoked. So they didn't give yeah. any personal, you know, like right. some of the calls were weak on yeah. the during the actual play, but when they got scuffling, they were kind of like, "All right, guys, let's just stop it." Mm. Which I thought was cool. Like, let them play. <laughs> well, this is the um, Richard Sherman's fifth game in a row with no interception. So, like I said earlier, I think a lot of qu- quarterbacks are avoiding him. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers. Yes, but I do agree with you that he isn't. I, I don't. I don't think I would say may, that he's the best corner in the league. He's not Deion Sanders. No. All right. Definitely and, not Deion Sanders. Yeah, he's not primetime. Um, he, he's great, and yeah. I'm not taking anything away from him. Let me be very careful with that. Right. I, but I do not think that he's this person that you dare not throw to or throw at. Right. Because, you know, in fear of something, no. I, I would throw, if I was a quarterback, I would go at Richard Sherman. Because we saw tonight that he can be exploited. So, you know, um, and also you have to look at some of the, uh, you know, some of the T-Bers. He hasn't, he hasn't gone against like a Megatron right. yet this year. Or, right. you know, um, Whoever, you know, uh, um, what's it called? Uh, have they, uh, the, he hasn't gone against Fitzgerald this year either, right? No. The Cardinals? Yeah. They haven't got, yeah. So, you know, um, I don't know. However, Fitzgerald it's, hasn't been used in the Cardinals offense hardly at all, all right. this season. So. Hey, he's the most expensive decoy out there, though. Yeah. He's going to draw double coverages, and he's going to allow other people to make plays because of the fact he's Fitzgerald. So, That's true. Even though he may not contribute statistically, he contributes. Right. That's you know, true. His presence. His presence. There his you go. His presence means a lot when he's right. out there between the lines. So how about that faked punt in the fourth quarter? <laughs> awesome. To, with so fourth and inches. It, wasn't it a... Oh yeah, it was. I thought it was for a field goal. I think it was for a field goal. No, they were faking the punt on fourth and inches. Oh yeah, to get the first, to get the first down. down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that pretty- was pretty awesome. I mean, I, I I thought that was a great play. I kind of expected them to go for it. So when they did send out the punter, I was like, okay. Weird. Fourth and inches, you know, it's the Seahawks. You know that they beast mode can run through and, and right. get that first down. Right. But so I thought that was kind of cool. I don't know. Just be careful for you. Yeah, exactly. No, he's ballsy. Yeah. He I is ballsy. Him. Yeah, he's, he's the man. I want him to be like my life coach. Is your life coach? I would love for Phil Jackson to be my life coach, but yeah. Same but you know, thing. I mean, like if you had a pick you would a like coach, him to be the Jets coach. No, or that. But if you had to pick a coach that was like your your person, right? Who would your coach be? Of course. Would it be Pete Carroll? It would be Phil. Phil Jackson. I'm telling you. Phil yeah. Jackson. Well, the Zen master. I'll put it like this. It wouldn't be Rex Ryan. So, you know, yeah. Phil anyways. Jackson's such a good coach. He can come and coach an, NBA, an NFL team to, a, to right. a Super Bowl. That's how good of a coach he is. He I bet you he could because no. so much of coaching is character, exactly. teamwork, discipline. Exactly. Yeah. And one of the These guys I, know how to play football. They, you know what I mean? It's like most of them were born with a football in their hand probably. Right. And one of the things <sighs> I hear about Carol is that he is a player's coach. Yes. Yeah. You know, and, you know, he, he knows how to talk to the players. And you see, he has this very youthful aura. I just found out he, he's like 67 or 60. Mm-hmm. I don't know his age exactly, but I know he's a lot older than I thought. Yes. Yeah, because they, they, it was a field goal. 
It was not a punt because it was a field goal. Yeah, it was a field goal that they because, oh. because yeah. the, the holder, the, yeah. the the holder, holder got the, the ball. Okay, was the okay. You know what? Yeah, if the yeah, holder would have ran was, a little bit harder, he could have got a touchdown. He could have broke that little, yeah. those little yeah. arm tackles and been off to the races. But he's a punter. Punters aren't taught to break through and run beast mode That's like that. Right. He took off though. But he speaking did. of uh, speaking of John Ryan was a punter who right yeah. They were saying he was going to be MVP of the game. That's what I was going to say. Speaking of John um, John Ryan, who was the punter that converted that first down, he actually was the unsung hero of the game. Right. Reason being, you had made the reference earlier that Crescens had to start like on the three-yard line or the five-yard on every play. That was because John Ryan, the punter, was punting it like to the, you know, the five-yard line. Every, like, yeah. five, I think four or five of his punts right. were within the 20-yard line, yeah. which made the Washington start and it started them on bad field position, right. Right. which I think, kind of contributed to this loss. Think Definitely. of most of those times Washington started on the 30-yard line or 40-yard line. Right. They would have a lot more confidence, but when you're backed up in your end zone, that totally changes your offensive game plan. That's right. true. Because you can't run the, um, you know, or be proficient on you offense. You have to be a little more to. conservative come out of there. You don't exactly. You be backed up and then something happens. Next thing you know, there's a safety or there's a fumble and then there's an exactly. easy touchdown made or whatever yep. the case right. may be. So, yeah, the game plan, game plan definitely is different when you're right. backed up against your own. Yeah. yeah. Right. And John Gruden was saying in uh after the game, I believe it was, that that guy dressed up as a punter for Halloween when he was like a little kid or something. John Ryan? Yes. Get out of here. Yes. Who really, dresses up as the punter? I know, right? I'm like I'm what do you, like yeah, exactly. What do you do? Do you put on the outfit and then go around to everyone saying, I'm the punter. I'm the punter. Like I don't get what it, like how do you dress up as a punter? <laughs> Maybe his dad I was mean, a punter or something. Either that you know? or you, you wear one white shoe or one black shoe. That's what yeah. you do. I know, right? There you so, go. Yes, you That's dress a up good as, one. A, as a kicker. One one different two different color shoes. No, that was definitely he was putting a lot of pressure on cousins in the offense to yeah. you know, work yeah. they had to work and it they struggled and it showed right but like I, I was talking about before i just don't know what i think about this redskins team obviously we know the seahawks are good they're you know they're gonna do well possibly return to the super bowl <laughs> possibly who knows the niners will not allow that to happen this year it's not gonna happen but you, who's your Wait. team? I'm, 40, I'm a 49er fan. Have okay. you been watching no, any you? of the yeah, games? The Niners I, I've been watching a lot sleeping. of football this year. The, the Niners are 3-2 and two actually right now. And they came off a convincing win against Kansas City Chief on Sunday. Who Kansas City Chief was the team that annihilated the Patriots last week. So that just goes to show that the Niners are in business. And you, even though you guys are all the staring Niners at me. The Niners are not going to the Super Bowl. You know, yeah, a couple weeks ago, a couple weeks ago, we had a conversation about an elite team, and I said the 49ers is an elite team, and Sam C said no. What is this? No, 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 no. There's no hatred. I used to be a big Niners fan. I had, I owned a Joe Montana jersey. I did number sixteen. I owned it. It was good. No, I just feel like, um, I just feel like there's a what I don't like about the Niners, and this is what I blew it up. And and I'm this is not directed towards you is that I go to the same bar I've been going to for about 10 years to watch football. What bar is that? Nikki's in Venice Beach. And Nikki's? I, okay, Nikki's. I know about Nikki's. I'm we there every Sunday. So you're not there, any of you. By the I'm way, if you guys are in Sunday. LA, meet us at Nikki's Nikki's. <laughs> what my, my beef about the Niners is here being in LA, there's lots of bandwagon fans because no one was a Niners fan like Six, seven, eight years ago, when they started getting good, now you have all these rowdy Niners fans because LA doesn't have a team coming on board and being all crazy, like, woohoo, and you ask them questions like, who's Jerry Rice? And they don't know. Like, if you don't know who Jerry Rice is, you're not a Niners fan. That, nothing against 
<laughs> the actual breakdown of the team. I love Kaepernick. I think he's great. Like I, so, I, I like a lot of the team, but that's kind of so. I'm confused. Do you not like the team, or you don't like the fan bandwagoness? <laughs> the I'm, fan bandwagoness. It's not that about has the, team. To do with the team, right? But that's he was saying that I oh, said that, and so I that's was, why they're not an elite team because they're. Fans but I never are, said they weren't an elite. And actually, team. most LA people like the Raiders anyway. I didn't say they weren't an elite team. That was my beef with them. Okay. I don't okay. know if well, I would go for most LA uh, people like the Raiders. Oh, I, I see a lot more Raiders stuff out here than. No way. But that's because the Raiders used to play in LA too, so LA has a connection to them. And you that know, gang so. bang culture. People, U- USC Raiders and Lakers share all, share all the same fans. They just rotate. And all their and fans the are hostile, crazy, <laughs> and will bust the cap in your butt. So the Dodgers, the Lakers, the Raiders, and USC. Yeah. As I'm representing the Dodgers tonight, even though we lost. Yeah. Another story. But go ahead. But, but no, I, let me tell you, I'm from Northern California. So no I, way. I, you were talking about, um, <laughs> I know, I rep all day. So Stockton. But anyways, um, you know, as you were talking about Jerry Rice, Montana, John Taylor, um, you know, Brent Jones, even young in the 90s. I mean, Yes, I, I watched them from the late 80s. Of course, during the Great early 2000s, yeah. they broke down post-Terrell Owens, Jeff Garcia era. But They've um, always been a fun, good team to yeah. watch. And we've always I mean? had a great front office. That's the one thing about the Niners. They've always had a great front yes, office. Yes, and that helps a lot. Yeah. Tremendously. So back well, to what I was initially no, saying. No, no, no. Back to, Uh-oh. let's Uh-oh. segue. Next week, we will be talking about the 49ers because they will be in Monday Night Football against the St. Louis Rams. And I, oh, wow. That's competition. Yeah. The Rams have, what, nine different game. quarterbacks so far this season? Yeah. What's I, I think, what, is it Stanton still, or did he get hurt? No, or? he's they had... They they had some other person playing um, the Rams just this past week. Somebody I, I don't even know the name exactly. of them, but exactly. So, anyways, <laughs> next Monday we'll be here talking about how the 49ers annihilated the Rams and how it was just such a hey, you never know. incredible win. And Kaepernick ran for 300 yards and threw for another 600. So, hey, one can wow. only help. Yeah. All right. But anyways, um, back to what I was initially saying. I think she. Uh, is, yeah, I think you would said that the Seahawks were favorites to win it all again this year, and I said not because the no mm. because the Niners will stand in the way of that happening. But Just like they did last I year. I think there's other teams that Came will, to the will final. stand in. Hey, oh, you know what? I'm last just year? kidding. I'm a Jets fan. No, there was Come this joke on. last year, right? There was this joke last year. All right, during the playoffs. Okay, you ready? Uh-huh. All right, Geno Smith, Tony Romo walk into a bar to watch the playoffs and the Niners play. <laughs> oh, it's not that funny right now. But anyways, oh. it, yeah. It's, okay. Thank you. Somebody got it. Oh, right. I'm not here to tell jokes. I'm here to talk football. That but anyways, funny, thank you. Thank you. Um, I'll be excited to talk about the Niners next week. I think that I really like Kaepernick. I think he's got a good head on his shoulders. I think he might be a little bit more cocky than a Russell Wilson. Because he kisses his bicep? And he wears a, like, half the hat's like half on his head and he's got his beats around his neck in every interview because he can't ever take them off. And yeah, but First that, of you all, might that's, be an, paid. that's an endorsement. That's yeah, what I'm about to say. Still, that's an endorsement. Though, really, is that part of your contract that you have to wear them around your neck in every single post-game interview? Possibly. But that's that Kaepernick swag. You know? No one's a, I'm when, the man. I'm when the Michael, man. I'm the man. Exactly. When Michael Jordan used to wear that big old ring earring in his ear <laughs> after every interview, like that, that Prince-like earring there, <laughs> right. no one say anything. You know, that was his style. Yeah, but that was an endorsement. He just wanted to wear it. This you're saying is endorsement. It could be an endorsement. It could be a style. You never you never know. All but right. All is on the field. That man takes care of business. Well, let's, let's get your close thoughts on the game tonight what you think next so let's see next up for the Seahawks is the Cowboys they play the Cowboys at home so they're probably going to destroy them and the Redskins are playing the Cardinals in Arizona so Arizona Stephcy, wins that game 
Sorry. I'm starting with Steph Z. Go ahead, Steph Z. Go ahead. Thank you very much. (laughs) Ladies first. Come on. I think the Cardinals are going to win and um, the Seahawks. I mean, it's that simple. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think. I mean, I don't know. Dallas is like one of those teams where it's like they either like do the unexpected or they're terrible. No, they've had a really good start. They've been playing really well, but I know for a fact they will not beat the Seahawks at home. Well, because it's so loud. And I think once Romo starts to fall apart, then it all just goes to crap. Mm -hmm. You know. But I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm going to go with the Seahawks. DeMarco Murray. I know. I'm going to go with the Seahawks. I just want Seahawks to win. I like them. Okay. I bet with my heart. I, I, I see. <laughs> Kevin? Now, you know, I'm going to have a little bit of biasness because, you know, the Seahawks are our division rival. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and um, go with the Cowboys. And, and I'm going to say that for one reason. Seahawks every year will lose to a team that you least expect them to. This year they lost to the Chargers, which I'm not saying is, is, is a bad team. Chargers are great, and they've showed that. Yes, we are. Um, they're not good. a bad team, Just but the you, team would, you least expect. But yeah, and then last year at home, the Seahawks lost to the Cardinals. Arizona, I believe. Yep. Yeah, at home. So every now and then, you know, the Seahawks will lose to a team, whether away or at home, that you least expect. The Cowboys right now are, are have a lot of momentum going for them. They won what four straight or something like that. And um, I think that they are really, really pumped up heading into this game. And I think they're going to devise a game plan to stop Wilson because they saw what he did tonight. So expect a lot more um, defensive pressure, Mm -hmm. protection around him. And I would not be surprised if the Cowboys squeak that out. Squeak that out. Just Mm -hmm. saying. And Mm -hmm. so are you picking the Redskins or the Cardinals? Um, I'm going to pick the Redskins. Okay. And reason being is because I think that Cousins, he still has yet to win a game as a starter this year. Um, if you don't include the one he came in for RG3 at, I think that was against the Jaguars or something, but he has, the one, a game that he started, he hasn't won, and I think that really he has to prove himself this next game. There's a lot of pressure on him, and I think he's gonna come out swinging, but it's not gonna be easy, because the Cardinals are a hell of a team. Their defense is pretty Insane. nasty, so I, I don't know. That, that'll be an interesting game. It could possibly, I'm thinking it could possibly be a blowout, honestly. Because Cardinals blowing out the Redskins? They could completely shut them down. Their defense is very good this year. It is, but I, I I I agree with you on that. But you you know you cannot take for granted the um the Redskins defense as well. I mean they did pretty good against the Seahawks with a few plays because they're not going to have a Russell Wilson quarterback that can go extend plays right. and throw bombs. So if you take away a few of those plays that Wilson was able to make on this defense, they would not have had twenty seven points. You know they may have yeah. scored seventeen of even that. So. I don't know. I mean, it, it can go. It can go either way. So Kevin with the Cowboys and the Redskins. Okay. I'm just. I'm going. Wow. Are you going? Seahawks Cardinals. Okay. They're both at home and they're dynamic teams. There's, you know, there's not really a whole lot of explanation there. I I, <laughs> I like to go against the grain. Okay. I see. I like to be devil's advocate and go against the grain. All right? I uh, I'm kind of torn because I kind of. I kind of feel like I want to take the Cowboys in this game because you made a good point of, you know, every now and then the Seahawks do lose mm-hmm. at home. and They're not invincible. Yes, and the Cowboys are hot right now. They're playing well. Their defense has stepped up a lot. How is Romo? He's healthy, and that's the whole, that's the whole reason How's why they're playing so well. It's all because of Romo? No, not all because of Romo. Yeah, I mean, it's been a collective effort. We're going to be effort. okay, yes. DeMarco Murray, Des Bryant, <laughs> yeah. you know, 
Did you see that catch that Brian made yesterday? Where he was like hugging the he guy. He was whatever? hugging and yeah. like pulled the ball. Over. Yes. That boy hungry this year. Yes. He is hungry. He's going to go at Richard Sherman. I actually, I hope they put Sherman on Des yes. Bryant the whole game. That would be a good Dez matchup. Because Des is going to get busy on him. Yeah. Just nasty. Fire. <laughs> I, I don't know about that accuracy from Romo. I mean, but do you, exactly. but when you have a receiver like Des Bryant that can make plays, you don't have to be the most accurate passer. Right. You just lob it up there and you let him make the play. Yeah, yeah. you can, but with the defense like the Seahawks, no you're really going to lob it At up least and two help him make the play? Interceptions. Not going to happen. You're calling two? I'm calling two Romo interceptions. Actually, yeah. I kind of agree with you on that. I think, I think, yeah, that, that sounds about accurate. But that, that's, but I'm, that's Romo esque. That's right. I know, right? It's <laughs> par for the course of yeah. Romo. Couple picks, but still, I'm I'm saying at least a touchdown and a hundred yard game from Des Bryant as well. Yeah, I agree. Re- hundred hundred receiving yards, at least one touchdown. And I think if if Demarco Murray can get going, that is that will be the X factor. Yeah, not dead, you know, X whatever. But you know what I mean. Like Demarco <laughs> Murray, if they can get that run game going, and he can continue to score like he has been like he did this last game I don't know what his stats were but he had a great game um that will be the x factor for the Cowboys because like I said or we talked about earlier is there was no red game for the Redskins tonight they shut that down so that's really going to be interesting to see what happens there they have to get that going yes they have to they want if the Redskins want a chance to win they had to get that run game yeah so who are you going to pick Cowboys yeah I'm going to take Cowboys and I'm going to take I'm going to take the Cardinals just because I just can't get I just can't get behind the Redskins yet. I just like I said, I, I think Deshaun Jackson is great. I think Kirk Cousins played well tonight, but I just don't know if he can ever surpass that, you know, backup quarterback. I'll have my good games every once in a while, and then I'll throw right. four interceptions. You know right. what I mean? I just consistency, right? So I, I want to yeah. see how they play against the Cardinals. That will really be the telltale for me going on. You know, forward in the season of how he right. will play with this team and whether or not he'll be able to keep his starting position. So let's mm. go into news. Well, we got to do our Monday Night Football. Pictures. I know that's going to be after news. After buzz. Because I kind of jumped. Let's split those. I know I jumped the gun on those predictions, but whatever. Yeah. Oh well. We, we do our own thing here. We 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 go to the beat of our own drum. Exactly, and that's a nice drum too. Yes. So we already talked about the Devin Stills um, jersey sales and the uh, Patriots wearing them, their cheerleaders wearing them, and all that kind of stuff, which is really great. And um, Steph, didn't you have another piece of news, or was that your only news? I think that was my news. Anyone um, else have any news? I was just going to talk about the Jaguars, uh, yes, the Jacksonville yes. Jaguars mascot. So basically, at the game yesterday, the Jacksonville uh, uh, Jaguars mascot. I don't even know what his name is. Jaguar guy, whatever it is. <laughs> Does anyone even pay attention to the Jaguars? But anyways, um, he had a sign up that said <laughs> that was a bad diss towards them. Sorry, Jaguar fans, hey, still love you. They are still Jaguar. Yes, we're doing better. But you know, than... I'm a Blake Bortles, Marcus Lee fan. Jaguars, yeah. you guys will turn it around. I got you know faith in you. Um, but at any rate, um, I'll put it like this. Jaguars will be the Super Bowl before the Jets do. All right. Ooh. So anyways, um, the, 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 the mascot was holding uh. up. The mascot was holding up a sign that said that because they were playing the Steelers and he know the Steelers stole the towels. And he said those towels have Ebola or those towels are infected with Ebola, something like that. Right. And it just 
you know, it, it just outraged so many different people. I mean, on Twitter, social media, people were coming down. And then the Jaguars had actually come out today and make a statement. I think the uh, general manager or president said, mm-hmm. you know, we apologize to the fans. It was insensitive uh, for, you know, offending you on such a, a subject that is so, you know, relevant but right. sensitive. You know, that's a serious disease. Right. So, um, yeah, that was, was kind of a lame move. Yeah, but, you know, at least I'll put it like this. It was a little too soon, I think, because the, this guy <laughs> just soon? came into America about a week yeah. or two ago with a, Ebola. So I think that was a little too soon there, Jacksonville. But I don't even know about too soon. That's like a deadly-ass disease. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, it'd I mean, be it's like putting AIDS up or something. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. like it'd be different if, like, yeah. because Pittsburgh, because the weather, like, they got uh, snow. Like, it'd be different if it was, like, a circumstantial thing like that, but, like, yeah. a, like a more general thing, but, like, a specific disease that is, like, coming into the U.S. from another country that could, you know, possibly wipe hey. a bunch of people out. Like, that's just pretty dumb. But I don't honestly, really think it was that offensive. I just this, think it was super corny. At this point, <laughs> I think Jacksonville will do anything possible to get any kind press. of press. That's what yeah. I was about to say. Anything. The positive is it's week five and Jacksonville is on top of the headlines. Yes. Yeah. I don't think that's ever yeah. happened before. Yeah, no, and I agree with you, Thaddeus. Like, I'm, it's not like I'm offended by it. It's just like, that was just dumb. It's like, yeah, yeah it's just corny. Like, really? The dolls are infected with Ebola. Or, or, yeah. or. It's, like, just, really? it's just bad. Stupid. Stupid. Yeah, whoever did that is kind of... Okay, actually, one more thing of news that I just remembered I read the other day. Um, Prince of Mucamara on The Giants. They uh, He apparently just got married, and I guess he was saving himself for marriage, and so they are... Everyone's attributing his higher level of play to him getting laid. <laughs> yeah, Which a, I but think isn't is pretty that, funny. Yeah, but isn't it like... Wouldn't it be the other way around? Yeah. Well, no, well, isn't it like, yeah, exactly. Is it, aren't the players not supposed to, I mean, I don't know if we want to talk about this, but, but I've heard that the players are not supposed to have sex before games. I don't know if it's be, if he had it before the game. I'm yeah. just right, saying right. he had sex like in, in general, general. Oh, and now okay. he's playing really well, and so his team's kind of like, you know, messing with him and saying his that's testosterone why. testosterone levels are increased. Yeah. Exactly. So, Higher levels. They put Prince on blast, but hey, as long as you're playing well, I guess it's all that matters. That's kind of funny. I'm into that. Okay, so predictions for next Monday. We will move on. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. So we already jumped the gun on all of those other predictions that you heard. But next Monday, we have the 49ers and the Rams. So I predict we'll be back here next week. So besides that, which is not necessarily a prediction, it's a it's a definite, uh, it's well, happening. We will be here. Yeah. I will be here. I I'll can't speak here. for the rest of my crew. Yeah. Just kidding. I'll, I'll be here. I'll be here. And I actually, I'm going to go with the 49ers. Yeah? Yeah. Why? Uh, you need to elaborate. Because they're an you elite football team. <laughs> You know what? For those of you listening, I'm super coachable. Wait, for those of you listening, <laughs> she just said that with the most sarcastic look on her face. I think they could tell by yeah, my tone. Yes. Oh, but um, yes. no, I do, I do think they're going. I think they're a better football team. Yeah. All right, Kevin. Are you really going to ask me my prediction for next week? I mean, I know your prediction. <laughs> yeah, but, really ask me. And you already kind of gave your reasons about why you know, I think 49ers are I, so great. 
<laughs> Obviously. <laughs> we're, we're going with the gold and red. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I want to know why you're a Dodger fan and not a Giants. Yes. I was totally going to bring that up earlier, but I didn't want to blast them. Or, or an A's fan. Yeah, like what's that traitorship? First of all, we're at, we're talking predictions right now. We're not talking about Kevin no, Steves. No, so because we're gonna Kevin move on. That's what I want to know. That's why he's a Dodgers fan. And the same just go fan. No, technically, I would like the Angels, right? Well, even though they no, just got no, swept. Got swept. They just got swept, but they had the, they oh, have the best. Oh, fans. the Giants are still in it too, so no. I would be. Yeah, the Giants are not no, out. No, the can't. Didn't the Royals <laughs> just sweep them? No, the, the Royals no. swept the Angels. The Royals swept the Angels. The Giants are down two nothing. Then. I'm pretty sure they have not won a game yet. They did. They won that one that went 18 Into innings. Into the MLB. Sure? It went 18 innings on Saturday night, the longest postseason game ever. They did win that one. So now it's um, it's 2-1. to one. The Giants sure. are still in it. Yeah. Right, but the whole point is that if you're a Niners fan, because okay. you're from up there, why do you like an L.A. baseball team and not your baseball team from where you're from? The point is, why are we interrogating <laughs> Kevin on why he likes Because you're the new dude. Yeah. Okay, you. the reason is <laughs> I, I grew up, you're right, I grew up going to A's and Giants games because I was even at the World Series when they played each other mm-hmm. in 89, I believe that was, or 90. Um, Wait, how old but, were you? Uh, like one. But anyways. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, you and me. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, but at any rate. Because um, I was one in 89, so that's why I was asking. Wow, I didn't know we were the same age. That's incredible. Wow. Look at that. <laughs> Amazing. You were one oh, in 89. Oh. I was one-ish in 89. I <laughs> could have been seven, could have been plus. ten. One, one and some change. Oh, oh goodness. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, so cut anyway. To the chase. Anyway, since moving down to Los Angeles, I have become a fan of the Dodgers because I do appreciate the loyalty that this town does have to the Dodgers. Now, when it comes to basketball, you got fans that, oh, Lakers, Clippers, uh, there's a whole bunch of disloyalty when it comes to other teams, but the Lakers is the one thing that I love in LA. You mean people the Dodgers? Are loyal to. Excuse me, the Dodgers. Thank yes. you. Are the one team that people are loyal to, and I just—he's a Kings fan. Sacramento all day. I'm from NorCal. I'm from, yes, what, but what you can't supposed? use that as an excuse. The Kings are horrible. <laughs> that so that a, shows my loyalty to them. Okay. They are—they are atrocious right now. Yeah, the Dodgers. It's, it's, I mean, it's a yeah, reasoning. But Gino we'll Smith can play for the Kings and probably do a pretty good job for us right now. Maybe at least he won't. You know. Anyways, um, you know what? I do want to, You just brought me up something real quick. Yeah. To, and they were talking about Deshaun Jackson and why he can get those long balls was because he, he used to baseball. be. Yeah, did you? Yeah, know that? he had a, yeah. Full he was a center fielder. He yeah, a, center fielder. I thought that long, was super interesting. He went to Long Beach Poly, Long Beach, where mm-hmm. I grew up. Which right. Would have been my school, but LBC my transferred me out. But anyways, mm-hmm. uh, he had a full ride scholarship to Cal for football or baseball. He could yeah. have played either. And he got drafted by Major League Baseball, yeah. um, uh, by MLB too. Um, I the mean, Dodgers. not in the early rounds, but he did get drafted. I don't I'm know. kidding. Yeah. yeah, no. But so that makes great sense why he's he can able ca- to get yeah, those. Yeah, because you're reading the ball; yes. it's different, and it's yeah. a little ball. Anyway, that sorry, and the fact that he runs a forty in like a four three yeah. too. Yeah. I mean, I didn't mean to interrupt your prediction. All right, no, 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 I'm done with. I'm done with my. We, we know Kevin's yeah, prediction. Thaddeus, yeah. uh, it's a two sided prediction, but San Francisco should win this game unless Kaepernick goes on one of his oh. gallivants down the, the field and and gets his brains bashed in, and then he has to sit on the sideline. For maybe a quarter or so, which will keep the Rams in the game. So if Kaepernick can stay, dude, we need a we game. need like a we need like a Rams or San Niners. Fran. Yeah. San Fran. I'm about to say if no one can name the starting quarterback of the opposing team, I think that's a problem. Yeah, I agree. I'm taking <laughs> I'm taking the 49ers too. I just don't think the Rams. 
I mean, who who do they have? Zach they have Stacey. Michael. Michael. Actually, no, they don't. No. Um, he's with the Cowboys not, practice yeah. squad. They have Zach Stacy as probably their top running back. Mm. Uh, who's their top, mm. you know, wide receiver? <laughs> I don't even know. There's lots of grunts coming. I mean, yeah. they Daddy have a decent tonight. defense, but I just don't think. I, I think the forty. Who was their first round pick? Do you know the Rams' first round pick this year? Because they were they were early in the draft. Um, I don't remember. I don't remember either. <laughs> Sorry, Rams. I guess you guys are just irrelevant. Yeah, but, maybe uh, you should move back to LA. And then is Davis going to be the quarterback again? Davis. That's who was quarterback in last game. That's right. Yeah. yeah. For the Rams. Um, For the Rams. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, because what's his face? Bradford was the one that went down with the was it ML mm-hmm. MCL? Yes. Or? And then it was like uh, Sean. Not Sean. Was it Sean Lee or no? I heard actually breaking news. I heard Brett Favre is going to come back to the Rams. They're calling Brett Favre wow. to come back and quarterback for Great. Yeah. No. Totally not. All right. So I was like, shit, we want first dibs of the Jets. You play for the Jets, though, yeah. <laughs> so we're unanimous on that. We're all taking yeah, the 49ers. Yeah, that's no fun. I thought it was Kurt Warner. You know. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Him he took him to a Super Bowl. I give him a shot. Kevin, yeah. thank you for joining us. We like yeah. you. You're a great addition. Thank um, you for having me. Tell, yes. You guys, tell everyone where they can find you. The people can find me on Instagram and Twitter at I am Steph Z with an F. Thank you. You can find me on Instagram or Twitter at Hey Kevin John, or you can find me at Dodger Stadium this week in the NLDS, soon to be NLCS. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Club Thaddeus. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Tina Cap. Thank you guys for tuning in. Keep uh, giving us your comments. We love them. And we'll see you next week. Sweet. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 